tattered and the wood stained with tears it might seem old-fashioned but it stood throughout the years where countless souls have come to cry out to the father and if only for just one that's why we have this Take your Bibles, Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah chapter 53. Hadn't it been good to be in the Lord's house this morning? Brother Paul, you need to try to go by that schedule if you can now. Don't you forget Pastor Piles anymore now. 
<laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I promise I'm not always going to follow it either, so you're going to have to forgive me. But isn't the Lord good? God is good, and uh, he is in this place this morning. I don't know about y'all, but I'm glad he's real. We don't save a, a fake God, an imaginary God. He's not just a, uh, just a God of fairy tales or uh, of stories we tell the kids. God is real. God is real. We can feel him in our life. We can feel him in our homes. We can feel him in this place this morning. And I'm glad that he lets me know that he's real. I'm glad that several times he's came to me in my life and let me know that he's real. God's real this morning. And if you don't know him as your personal Savior, he can get real for you today. If you humble your heart and be saved today, God will save your soul. Isaiah 53 and verse 6. I want to read one verse here. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. If you would turn to Ezekiel 34. Ezekiel 34. Ezekiel 34, Isaiah said, All we like sheep have gone astray. Ezekiel 34 and verse 11, For thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep, and seek them out. As a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day, that he is among his sheep that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep, and will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the people, and gather them from the countries. And I will bring them to their own land, and feed them upon mountains of Israel by the rivers, and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in a good pasture, and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There they shall lay they excuse me, shall they lie in a good fold, and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock, and I will cause them to lie down, saith the Lord God. I will seek that which was lost, I will bring again that which was driven away. I will bind up that which was broken. And will strengthen that which was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong. I will feed them with judgment. You may be seated. I want to speak to you this morning on the subject. The restoration of straying sheep. Isaiah prophesied that all we like sheep have gone astray. Now he's not talking about just the saved people. He's talking about the entire world. He said the entire world acts like sheep that have gone astray from a loving God. God desires the entire world to fellowship with Him. He desires fellowship from everyone. And when we were born into this world, God had a desire for us to meet with Him and for Him to meet with us. But we sometimes act like sheep and we go astray. In the world, in our nature, we just naturally wander away from God. Why is there more loss than there is saved? Because we're like sheep. And we go astray. And it is within our nature to stray away from the shepherd. Well, may I tell you, the Lord's the shepherd today. 
And I believe when everyone is born in this world that he had as a desire that not one soul would perish, but that everyone would come to repentance and be saved. He desires everybody to come to him, but so many times we stray away from the truth. We stray away from God. We stray away from the Word of God. We leave Him. We leave the church. We leave the relationship. Save people. We act like sheep as save people. We stray from God. There's been times in our life that our relationship with Him is just super sweet and great. But you watch it because before long you'll act like a sheep. And you'll stray away. You'll wander off away from the fellowship of God. Every one of us is guilty of straying away from God. Every one of us has been guilty from walking away from our relationship with the Lord at times. This entire world is guilty of not looking at God and seeing Jesus as the Savior of the world. We have strayed. The world has strayed. Saved people have strayed. Let me tell you something, folks. We need to get back to the fold. We need to get back to the fold today. And we need to turn back to God. We need to look Him in the eyes. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. We need to get back to the Word of God. We need to get back to the preaching of God. We need to get back to the salvation of God. And I believe if we come back to the shepherd, I'm telling you, He can fix our problems. He can fix our problems. I want you to look in Ezekiel 34. And I want to point out a few things about the restoration of of straying sheep. Number one, I want you to notice that we are restored by the seeking shepherd. Understand the only way for the sheep to get fixed is by the shepherd. The sheep cannot fix itself. The sheep cannot seek itself, it cannot deliver itself, and it cannot provide for itself. Sheep need a shepherd. We need a leader. And so many times that natural saying that we have, I don't need anybody's help. I don't need anybody leading me through. Well, you're a sheep. You may think you're a dog or a wolf or whatever animal you want to be, but you're a sheep. And you need leadership. You need somebody to get behind and to follow you. May I tell you, there's nobody better to get behind than Jesus Christ Himself. We need to get behind Him. Notice here in verse 11. For thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out as a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered. Number one, the Lord will never stop looking for his sheep. It's a beautiful thing to know that no matter how far we may stray away from God, he will never give up on us. He will never stop convicting us of our sins. It does not matter how far you run away from God. If you are genuinely, biblically saved, you cannot outrun God. You cannot go anywhere that God cannot go with you. Understand today, I hear it all the time, preacher. I believe that a saved person can get so far away that God can turn them to a reprobate mind. That's about as unbiblical and unscriptural as anything I've ever seen. That's true for lost people, and God can turn them over to a reprobate mind. But I believe the Scripture, and when the Scripture says, when you're put in the hands of God, there's nothing that can pluck you out of the hand of God. I believe if you're genuinely saved today, nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. Absolutely nothing, including yourself. 
You cannot pluck yourself out of the hand of God. I've wondered. I've strayed. And let me tell you something. No matter how far I ran, God ran with me. No matter where I went, God went with me. He never stopped looking for me. He never gave up on me. There was never a time since the day I was 13 years old that I accepted Jesus as my Savior that he hadn't stopped looking for me. God is always looking for me. He is seeking me out. When I thought I ran so far away from him that I could get rid of the conviction, he came to me and he convicted me and told me to get back to the fold. I'm glad that my dad never quit looking for me. I'm glad my mom never quit looking for me but may I say I'm glad my shepherd never quit looking for me so many times we think we can slip into the crowd well man if I just slip in here the preacher will miss me and he won't see me well friend I may not see you but God sees you this morning. God knows everything about your life, and He's seeking you. He's seeking you. Bless God, when I was 13 years old, He came to me when I couldn't go to Him. He convicted me of my sins, and He gloriously saved my soul. 20 years old, I wouldn't live in right. I'd given my heart to Jesus, but I hadn't given Him my life. He wouldn't leave me alone. He kept on and kept on and kept on. When I wasn't going to Him, He was coming to me. Whoo! And I'm glad to say today he never gave up on me. I had a whole lot of people say he's too far gone. He can't do nothing for God. He done ruined this testimony. He can't preach. He can't do this. God said he's my sheep. I'll handle him. I'll handle him. I'm glad he never quit looking for me. I'm glad he never stopped looking for me. Oh, man, I feel like preaching this morning. Man, I think about the 99 sheep that he'll leave to go find one. Man, I tell you, that humbles this servant's heart this morning to think that God will leave 99 faithful sheep doing what those sheep are supposed to be doing to go find that one rebellious sheep that's just being disobedient, disrespectful, and just leaving the fold. May I tell you, that's how much God loves us. But God doesn't get a belt when he finds that sheep. He lays that sheep up on his shoulders, and he takes it back to the fold. All the times this preacher has been lifted up on the shoulders of the shepherd. To only to be restored back into the fold. Whew. Man, that doesn't get old, folks. I'm telling you, he should have thumped me. He should have whooped me. But he put me on his shoulders. And he said, come on, Josh, let's get back where you're supposed to be. Man, I've strayed. I've, man, I've done some dumb things. Didn't get an amen. Whew, thank the Lord. And every time he puts me up on his shoulder. And he takes me back to the fold. 99 people doing what's right. God said, hold on. There's one that's doing wrong. There's one that's left. 99 faithful. He leaves to go find one. Whew. I'm glad he never leaves us. I want you to notice what the scripture says here. Notice verse 12. As a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered. He never stops looking, but he never leaves. The sheep left, but he never left them. Notice what he said, that he is among his sheep. The sheep left the shepherd, but the shepherd never left the sheep. And no matter how far I ran, I never outran God. God was always there. Aren't you glad the shepherd's always there? Man, he's always there. He'll never leave his sheep, and the Lord will never stop loving his sheep. 
Understand today the reason that He pursues us, the reason that He's pursuing you. Your whole life, you may have been running from God. You're here this morning and you say, Preacher, I've ran from God my entire life, but He will not leave me alone. You better thank God every day that He doesn't leave you alone. But He doesn't leave you alone because He loves you. He loves you and He desires the best with you. He desires to spend eternity with you. He desires you to go to heaven and have a live in a glorified place. He he desires you to have eternal life. He desires for you to have abundant life. Man, we get mad at God. Man, why does God want me to do this? Man, why does God keep leading me this way and this way? Because He's trying to lead us to green pastures. He's trying to lead us to good places. Places that's good for our life. Listen, that's what God desires for us today is good. God's not going to lead you into a pasture you don't need to be. God loves you. Man, there was times when I was straying away. I'd get so mad at my dad, boy, I'd go do something in the world. The next Sunday, he'd preach right on that sin. I'm like, you sorry sucker. You know exactly what I'm doing. But it wasn't my earthly father preaching that sermon. That was my heavenly father. Knowing exactly where I'd been straying from and knew exactly how to get my attention. Why was he doing that? Because he loved me. He never gave up on me. When so many folks just gave up, God said, I'm not going to give up. Why? Is it because there's something special about me? No. It's because He loves me. And you sitting there and you've been running from salvation. God's told you over and over, it's time to be saved. It's time to be saved. You trusted in your religion. You've trusted in your good works. You've trusted in your Baptist pew. You've trusted in your baptism. You've trusted in all this and you know it's time to give up and get saved. And you say, preacher, He won't leave me alone. It's because He loves you. It's because He loves you. Preacher, I'm saved, and I want to go live it my way. He's not going to let you. He is not going to leave you alone. If He does, you better call me, because something's wrong. Because He loves you. He loves you. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll never walk away from you. Even when you walk away on Him, He'll never leave you. Not only are we restored by the seeking shepherd, but we're restored by the delivering shepherd. Notice in verse 12. As a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day, that he is among his sheep that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep, and will deliver them of all places where they have been scattered in a cloudy and dark place. Or in cloudy and dark day. Aren't you glad that God can deliver us from strange positions? I'm telling you, have y'all been in some cloudy and dark days in your life? Have you been in some tough situations that you went through the darkest time of your life through trials and tribulation? And the Bible says that the shepherd is there to deliver us in the cloudy and dark day. I don't know about y'all, but I've had a lot of cloudy and dark days in my life. I've had a lot of dreary days, but the shepherd has always been there. So many times I fell on my face and thinking, how are we going to get through this? How are we going to get through this trial or tribulation? I felt that about this church at times. How in the world are we going to do this? May I tell you in the cloudy and dark day the shepherd's always there. To deliver us from these bad situations these situations that are set there to destroy us he's there to deliver us. To deliver us. Have y'all ever been delivered? Two of you? That's good. Have y'all ever been delivered? Raise your hand. It's alright. We ain't at a funeral. This is church folks. You can get happy. 
Has God delivered you? Yeah. How many times you couldn't pay your bills? But somehow, some way, you paid your bills. Miss V, that's no coincidence and it's not luck. The shepherd delivered us. How many times have you had that health scare? And you're thinking, man, this is it, this is it. And then you're healed and you're like, thank you doctors, thank you nurse. Don't thank them, thank the, thank the shepherd. Because he's delivered you. How many times that you thought that you were at the end of your rope and there was no more life uh, for you in this world. Let me tell you something. God delivered you. He has delivered us time and time again. But you know what? It's never in the fold that we're delivered. Normally it's out in the wilderness. When we've strayed away. It's in the wilderness where we face those problems that the shepherd always goes, follows us along, and delivers us from everything we go through. Oh, man, I tell you, I love the Lord for delivering me today. He has delivered me from a lot of bad positions in my life. Notice what he said in verse 13. I'll bring them out from the people. How many of y'all need to be delivered from some evil people? Huh. <laughs> You ever had enemies seeking to devour you? You ever had people in your life that was there to destroy you? Isn't it amazing how God knows how to handle your enemies? So many people seek to destroy you, seek to destroy your testimony. Well, God's going to be there to deliver you. Don't you fight your enemies. You let your shepherd fight the fight for you. Don't you get in there and fight with the wolves. Don't you get in there and fight with the enemy. You let God fight the fight. And let me tell you something, by the way, he's already won. I've read the back of the book, and we win, folks. Let him fight for you. Don't, do not try to, to, to defeat your wolves, to defeat your enemies. Let God deliver you from those that seek to devour you. Not only does he deliver his sheep from strange people, but he delivers them from strange places. He said in verse 13, I'll bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and I'll bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers and by the inhabited places of the country. Now in context, we know this is speaking of the nation of Israel and how he's going to restore them one day from all of these strange places that they've been dwelling. May I tell you as God's people, we dwell in some strange places. There are some places we don't need to be. Child of God, you ain't got no business being in a bar. You ain't got no business being in a casino. You have no business being in places in this world. But I'm going to tell you something. We stray and we make mistakes. We get around the wrong people in the wrong places. But every time our shepherd's there to get us out, to deliver us from those strange people and from those strange places. Man, I'll tell you what, we get in some bad positions in this whole world. We get some enemies about our life that just seek to devour us. We get in some places in our life that are there to destroy us. God's been there every time. I won't say this this morning. I had a, an old deacon, and he's still living. He may see this on Facebook. Oh, well. But he was a thorn in my side. And I was there in Texas, and one day he came to me, and I preached a sermon he didn't like. He come up to me, and he said, Preacher, let me tell you something. And he put that finger right in my face. And he said, You ain't there. I was preaching on giving. And he got under conviction about it. And uh, he said, You ain't never going to preach that again. And you ain't never going to do it. And I'm telling you, he was hitting my nose. 
was praying, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Help me turn the other cheek. Boy, that was hard, Brother Jimmy. That was hard. He was just sitting there, just getting on me. Just getting on me. And I didn't say a word. I said, God, help me. God, help me. Man, I wanted to get him back. I wanted to touch his nose, too. Man. I went home, and I just cried. And I wasn't expecting my own deacons to be my enemies. I wasn't expecting saved people to bring me down and attack me. I wasn't expecting the rest of the fold to come after me. And man, it affected this preacher. And I fell down on my face. I said, God, I need you to pick me up. I need you to protect me. I need you to help this preacher because I thought I was fixing to lose it. And I want you to know something. God took care of my enemy. God dealt with my enemy. For two years, me and that man went round and round and round. And one day, his mother-in-law passed away in Pittsburgh, Texas. I drove three and a half hours to her funeral. Not one person from our church was there. I walked in and he seen me. He seen me come in. He come up, hugged my neck. First time in two years, he hugged my neck. Not another problem. God knows how to handle things, folks. If I'd have had my way, the man would have had a broken nose. And I'd have had a broken ministry. But I let God deal with it. And God dealt with it in His time. And I want you to know that God is good. And God's way is better than our ways. And I can't see down the road, but my shepherd can see down the road. If you trust Him, if you'll rely on Him, He'll deliver you from every enemy that will come into your life. Number three, sheep are restored by the providing shepherd. Look in verse 14. I will feed them in a good pasture, and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There shall they lie in a good fold, and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock, and I will cause them to lie down, saith the Lord. Number one, the Lord provides refreshment for his sheep. So many times we want to wander in this world to get everything that we need. We seek our own to, to give us what we need. I need this God. I need this God. I need this God. Do not depend upon yourself, but depend upon your shepherd. And if you will allow your shepherd to provide for every one of your needs, you'll be drinking from your saucer because your cup is overflowed. I promise you that if you'll get behind the shepherd and let him lead you, he's going to lead, lead you to green pastures, fat land. I'm telling you, God will get you fat. Amen. Man, every time he multiplied, when he multiplied the fish, what happened? There were leftovers. Every time God begins to bless, there's everything you need and a little bit more for the next day. God is always blessed in that fashion. God will give you all the food you need. He'll give you all the nutrients you need. He, he'll give you the clothes you need. He'll give you everything. In fact, God said, you seek my kingdom first. I'll provide everything you need. I'll give, I'll give you all. And let me tell you something. I'd rather dwell in his pastures than the pastures of this world. Because His pastures will fill you up and bring contentment to your life. His pastures will give you what you stand in need of. He'll give you everything that you need in your life to bring contentment. The pastures of, of this world will leave you empty. The pastures of God will leave you full. 
God will fill you up. Not only does he provide refreshment for his sheep, he provides rest for his sheep. I want you to know that not only does he give us good food, but he gives us, don't worry about that boy. He's all right. Just sit up there. Come here. Come here, man. You all right? He ain't bothering me if he ain't bothering y'all. Not only will God refresh you, but he'll give you rest. He'll bring you to a place where you can lie down. I want you to know, child of God, it's hard to rest in this old world. It's hard to find a place of rest where you can get away from the sin and the confusion of life. But my shepherd can lead us to a green pasture and cause me to lie down. There's many times that I lie down that I get right back up because the confusion of the world in my mind. I can't sleep. I can't think about it. But oh, when I lay it in the hands of the shepherd... He causes me to lie down, and He gives me rest. I don't know about y'all, but I'm glad He gives me rest. He gives me refreshment, and He brings me restoration. I want you to know that He's restored my soul over and over and over and over. You didn't know you were going to preach this morning, did you, buddy? (laughs) Notice what it said here in verse 16. I will seek that which was lost, and bring again that which was driven away. I will bind out that which was broken, and will strengthen that which was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong. I will feed them with judgment. I want you to know verse 16 puts me on shouting ground. I will seek that which was lost. I don't know about y'all, but I'm glad God sought me when I wasn't seeking Him. I don't know about y'all, but I'm glad God came to me to save my soul. I want you to know today that He comes to those who are hurting. He comes to those who need to be saved. He comes to those that need to be restored. If you're here this morning, you have a need in your life, God's here for you today. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved, God save you. If you need a picking up in your life, God pick you up. If you need to be restored, He'll restore you. If you're sick, He'll make you better. If you're poor, He'll give you everything you stand in need of. But you got to put your trust in the shepherd. He'll restore your soul. He'll give you everything you stand in need of today. I want you to know today that I have everything. I'm drinking from my saucer because my cup is overflowed. Not because I'm a good man or a good preacher or a good husband, but because my shepherd is good. My shepherd is good. Psalm 23. Brother Paul, come on. Psalm 23. I want to close with this. We find the psalm of David that's been restored. David was a straying sheep and he's been restored. The 23rd psalm is not talking about heaven, but it's talking about life and the difficulties of life. I wonder this morning if you can say what David said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He restoreth my soul. Man, I've came to Him a bunch of times broken, but He restored my soul. I came to Him a bunch of times not knowing what direction to go, but He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. He's never led me the wrong way, folks. He's always led me the right way. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why shouldn't we fear, preacher? For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Man, this last couple of months, I've been with more suffering people. 
People just suffering. Loved ones about to die. This and this and tragedy and divorce. And every dark valley God has been in every one of them. He said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Woo, isn't that good? Don't you worry about your enemy. God will exalt you in the midst of your enemy. Woo, thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. My cup's running over this morning. Man, the other day somebody said, Man, you're filling up your basket with them kids, aren't you? I want to say, would you hush? Man, God's so good to me. I think I know what I need, but I don't know. But my shepherd knows everything I need. My cup's running over this morning. 